Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 116. I'm 38. Let's celebrate. Well, if you couldn't tell from the title, today is my birthday. I'm now 38 years old, and it feels so weird saying that number. I remember when I was a kid how I used to think that 40 was ancient, and now that I'm fast approaching 40 at what seems to be like lightning speed, I can't help but laugh (laughs) because 40 is not as ancient as I thought it was. Needless to say, this will definitely be a year that I know many of us will never forget. Not only was this the start of a new year, but a shiny brand new decade. When this year first started, I had all these plans. I had already written out my short-term and my long-term goals, and I was all set to continue working through my bucket list. Then the coronavirus, or as Black Twitter calls it, Rona, came around and pretty much said, slow your roll, you're not going anywhere. I was supposed to be celebrating my birthday this week in Toronto. And later this year, in December, I was going to celebrate my mom turning 60 by taking her to Costa Rica. Now, although I was really, really looking forward to taking those trips, I made my peace with having to cancel them due to the coronavirus. Sitting in a plane with a mask on is definitely not my jam. The coronavirus and Black people having to take to the streets in protest is not what I envisioned for 2020, by any means. Now, I'm not going to get too far into these topics, but if you want to learn more about my thoughts regarding the politicizing of the coronavirus in the Black community, check out episode 108. And if you're interested in learning more about the my thoughts regarding the protests, why they're taking place, and how to fight back against systemic racism, check out episodes 109, 110, 111, 114, and another episode called Random Thoughts Thursdays, Homelessness and Gentrification. It's absolutely amazing to sit back and think that we are literally living through a chapter that will without a doubt be discussed and debated about for years to come. If you're Black listening to this episode, I don't need to tell you how exhausting it is to be trapped simultaneously within two pandemics, the coronavirus and suffering through the not-so-subtle effects of systemic racism. Now, what I want to remind everyone listening to this episode is that our lives are like a vapor, James 4, 14. Our life is a mist that appears for a little while and then it vanishes. Life is short. And if I had to choose a theme song that represented my life up until now, it would hands down have to be U2's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. I absolutely love that song and I love U2. I've actually seen them in concert twice and one time I was lucky enough to get in the front row and Bono looked directly at me and smiled. I think he was just as surprised and pleased to see me there as I was to be there. Again, check out the lyrics to this song and you'll see why I spent so much of my life unnecessarily searching for my place and purpose in this world. Despite all the chaos that is currently happening in this world today, I almost feel really guilty saying this, but this has been one of the best years of my life. (laughs) 
apart from not traveling to Canada and Costa Rica, of course. But I can finally say that I found what I'm looking for. I have peace and I have contentment. Now, there were moments in my past where I thought I found this dynamic duo, but I realize now that those events were meant to motivate me to get to the spot where I am now. I can truly, truly say 100% that I have a peace that surpasses all understanding. And you can read about that in Philippians 4, 7. I have never been happier than I am in my current life right now. I am satisfied with my life. And I know that not many people can say this. And you know what? I can say this because I did not allow the hardships that I've experienced go to waste. I know what it's like to be broke. I know what it's like to lose a loved one. I know what it's like to feel like the world is against you and you're left to muster what little strength and energy you have to fight back against what oftentimes feels like the wind. Now, I'm well aware that the majority of the people listening to this episode may not want to hear about my happiness, but I I hope you just hear me out anyway, okay? I've been through a lot of ups and downs in my life. Emphasis on a lot. (laughs) This is why I've learned not to allow my peace to be dictated by my circumstances. In other words, I don't let anyone or anything steal my joy. Don't get me wrong. Now, this is a lot easier said than done. And I'm here to tell you that peace that surpasses all understanding is possible if you put Christ first and work towards that outcome. Now, my parents have never, ever sugarcoated anything. (laughs) I don't come from a rich family. And fighting for peace and success is something that I'm so blessed that my parents instilled in me when I was a child. I knew early on in life that in order for me to experience success, that I would have to work twice as hard, and be creative in how I achieve success. People are so quick to envy your success, but I guarantee you, they will think twice about taking the journey you took to get there. I always wanted to mirror my mom's life. My parents got married when they were 19, and shortly after that, they had my sister and and me and my sister. And so I envisioned myself getting married young and doing the exact same thing. And I remember being so mad when I was in my early 20s about not being married or having kids. What was wrong with me? Why couldn't I find Mr. Right? The funny thing is, I was the one putting all this pressure on myself, not my mom. My mom literally said, Tasha, I love you, but if I could do it all over again, we would not be having this conversation. So she went on to share all the reasons why I should enjoy being single and carefree. And I love the analogy she came up with to describe marriage. You're wearing a beautiful dress. Marriage is like a necklace. That dress is going to be beautiful regardless of whether you decide to wear that necklace. She was brutally honest in sharing with me how much she sacrificed for my sister and I, and how she didn't want me nor my sister to go through all the pain and heartaches that she went through in trying to provide for us. 
Now, my parents were happily married, but it was a lot of work. Emphasis on a lot. And it was even harder because neither of my parents came from good families. My mom literally had the worst parents in the world. Prayer and constantly seeking God's guidance is the only way she knew how to raise us. She clearly listened to God because we had a wonderful childhood. We had the childhood that my mom dreamt of, but she never got a chance to experience herself. My mom is living proof that where you start in life does not determine the level of success that you can and will achieve if you put God first. And I'm not saying this just because she's my mom. I mean, seriously, her life story is absolutely like fascinating. And I'm hoping (laughs) I can convince her one of these days to let me interview her. I mean, it really is super interesting. So anyway, as I got older, I noticed from my own experiences and those around me that my mom was right about everything, not having kids and not rushing into marriage. Both duties are a lot of work. And after watching my friends and others struggle with raising their kids or listening to them complain about their marriages, pretty much confirmed that my life is perfect as is. Now, don't get me wrong. I would totally still be open to the idea of marriage if I found the right guy. And I'm so glad that I didn't get married when I was younger because I was not complete, nor was I ready for that responsibility. Looking at the divorce rate, and others who remain in unhappy marriages demonstrates that they weren't ready for the responsibility of marriage either. In order to have a successful marriage, both people have to know who they are in Christ's eyes. And honestly, had I gotten married earlier, I would have been bringing a lot of unnecessary baggage to the table. I was way too insecure. I was looking for a spouse to make me happy and give me fulfillment. And with this weak mindset, my marriage would have been doomed from the start. And as I stated before, marriage and raising kids is a lot of work. And I know how hard I had to fight to finally find peace in my life. And this is one of the main reasons that I know for a fact, 100%, that I would lose my peace and joy if I had kids. Marriage and children would have derailed my life, not enhanced it. And thanks to me often seeking and appreciating my mom's godly advice, God has blessed me with not only being able to find contentment in my personal life, but my professional life as well. So speaking of my professional life, when I graduated from college and started my career, I had all these crazy ideas that working hard would move me up the corporate ladder. Good grief, I was so naive. I was so naive. I seriously thought that I was going to conquer the world. I legitimately thought I was going to make it to the top of the corporate ladder. Due to my own stupidity, I ignored society's subtle reminders about where my place was supposed to be on the corporate ladder, the bottom. Although society kept sending me notices to stay in my place, if you know me, their notices were never going to be an option for me. I kept working my butt off for a dream that I soon realized would never materialize. There were so many times in my career I knew for a fact that I was doing director level work, but never received the title nor the pay. And obviously this isn't fair, but it is what it is. Again, super naive on my part. 
I'll be the first one to admit that I had bought into society's definition of success. Again, super naive. My ethnic sounding name, my unwillingness to play mind games nor lose my dignity to get ahead, enduring endless microaggressions and working with just flat out racist people had me questioning if this was the type of success that I really wanted for my life. Being unfulfilled with the corporate BS led me to question what is success, how to achieve it, and why I even desired it in the first place. And while I was searching, I discovered that what society deems as success was not real, and it did not align with what God had in store for my life. God knew deep down that I'm not the type to lie, cheat, and steal my way to the top. He knows that my motto is, Work to live, not live to work. This motto is something I deeply desire and live by. This is true success for me. In case you wanted to learn more about the steps that I took to create my ideal life, check out the episode called, What Will Your Dash Look Like? Now, the dash that I'm talking about is the one that we see in an obituary or a headstone. There's two dates, your birth date and the day you will leave this world. And in between those two dates is a dash. That dash represents the life you led while you were alive. My point is, I want my dash to matter. One of my biggest fears in life is to wake up one day and realize that I had my ladder leaning against the wrong wall. And in this case, that wall was the corporate, wor- the corporate world. And challenging my fears led me to take a long, very long, (laughs) hard look at my desires and aspirations, all of which led me to take a different approach with life. I now view life from God's perspective. After aligning my life with God, I can see that God gave me a nine to five so I could use that money to fund my life, not be my life. So the money that I make from my nine to five enables me to fund projects and endeavors that bring me great joy, promotes my creativity, as well as allows me to be a blessing to others. As I stated before, despite all the chaos that is currently going on this year, has been one of the best years of my life. And here's how all of this came about. Back in the day, I spent many sleepless nights teaching myself how to create websites use Photoshop, create voiceovers, edit audio, and create videos. And although these were passions in my life, I often wondered if it was a waste of time and money. I remember I would tell my mom how much I really wanted to learn these things, even though I knew I would never get a chance to use them on my real job, my nine to five. The thought of not utilizing my knowledge made me want to give up and quit learning. And due to my mom being my biggest cheerleader, she told me to keep going. She convinced me to stop focusing on the money aspect and just to enjoy the journey. She continued to explain that the money will come later and that money should never come before my passion. And she was right, once again. (laughs) It was not until I started truly taking her advice that I started getting hired for the creative jobs that I truly desire to do. And so people have been hiring me as a consultant. I'm doing voiceover work for anything ranging from company voicemails 
small movie roles, video games, company tutorials. And one of my projects that I'm most proud of is that my voice is being used for Virginia's Department of Education online learning curriculum. Even right now, I'm literally working on yet another amazing project, creating a suite of product tutorial videos for a company that found me on YouTube. They found me on YouTube, guys. They literally said, hey, we like your teaching style. Can you do this for us? I mean, I can't make this up. (laughs) My websites have opened up so many opportunities for me that I never in a million years would have thought were possible. I know that there were times that I felt like giving up. And I know that there are times that you may feel like giving up as well. But I'm here to tell you to keep going. Because I took my own advice, I created this podcast during the second worst period of my life. (laughs) When it rains, it pours. I was unemployed for a year. So you can imagine what my bank account looked like, right? (laughs) I went on so many soul-crushing interviews. And during this time in my life, I just felt so defeated. And after I was done throwing myself a pity party, I figured I would share my journey and how I wanted to create my ideal life by putting God first. And so I wanted to share my experiences with others so that my knowledge wasn't wasted, regardless of how hard a time I'm going through. I want to motivate others to keep going so they can define what success looks like for looks like for them. And so in the event that you're having a hard time, one of the ways that I shifted my purpose, my perspective, I should say, to focus on God was to express more gratitude. Learn to be grateful for what you have and not focus on what you lack. After all, why should God give you the desires of your heart if you're not content with the blessings he's already given to you? So several years ago, I started this ep- this exercise, which I still do to this day. Every day, regardless of how bad a day I've had, I write down three good things that happened to me on a sheet of paper, and then I place that sheet of paper in a shoebox that my mom was so kind to decorate for me. <laughs> Now, I'm not going to lie. Some days are much harder than others to find something to be thankful for. You know, it, it, it can be hard work sometimes to find something to be grateful for. There were days where I literally wrote, I have food, clothes, and shelter. <laughs> and that's okay because you know what? I know that God appreciates our efforts. Then at the last week of the year, I go through all of those sheets of paper or post-it notes, whatever you want to do. And I read them all. And I make a list of all the major events that I want to remember, and I write them in my journal. Obviously, you don't have to do that last part, but it's kind of nice to have a reminder, like a top 10 list to reflect on when you're going through tough times in life. It serves as a reminder that you made it through, and you can make it through again. It's just a matter of time before you will be back living the high life again. If the exercise that I described sounds appealing to you, be sure to check out the website and download the grateful notes that I created. They're a lot prettier than the post-it notes or a sheet of paper. This is an exercise that I've been doing for, I think, almost like seven years. And in the event that you're having a hard time, 
I want you to, again, please download my free planner and the grateful notes from my website. I can truly say that my desire is to have a well-balanced, meaningful life, and I want to help others to do the same. With that being said, I want to share with you a couple of goals that I have in store for the future. But first, I'm super excited to announce one of my major accomplishments. I'm proud to announce my fitness t-shirt apparel shop called Starring You Crew. Starring You Crew is geared towards women who don't doubt the power of a workout. Working out is a lifestyle, and it's my honor to create designs that will celebrate your shine. I'm super excited about finally being able to launch this project because I've been working on it for so long, and so I truly hope that you decide to support my shop. Again, I worked really hard on a lot of the designs and t-shirts that you see there. So again, truly hope you take the time out to check out the shop and, you know, buy a t-shirt. Come on now. (laughs) Now I'm all about keeping it moving. So I want to share three more goals that I have in store for the future. Number one, I'm in the process of studying for my certification in nutrition. And my goal is to create a health and wellness show with my friend. And you can learn more about this endeavor in episode 115. How do all the pieces fit together? Number two, my goal is to create an after-school program for high schoolers so I can teach them everything I know about business. Oftentimes, students of color, primarily Blacks and Latinos, are not in a position to gain the skills that they need to be successful in business. And it's amazing to me how many people express confusion in how to end systemic racism when an idea as simple as mine, which seems to be glaringly obvious to me, is oftentimes overlooked or ignored. And it frustrates me how school conditions you to only think about working for someone else. While there's absolutely nothing wrong with this, you should give kids a choice. Number three, I'm going to teach myself how to build apps because I have way too many ideas for awesome phone apps and I I need to get these out there. So the best way to make your dream come true is to build it yourself and that's exactly what I plan on doing. One of the greatest compliments that I have ever received was from my Spanish teacher, Juliet. <laughs> she said, Tasha, when you say that you're going to do something, you do it. Like there's no doubt in my mind that it's gonna happen. Hearing that made me feel good, and she's right. Nothing irritates me more than empty promises. Actions speak louder than words, and I know some of my goals will take a while to materialize, but just knowing that they will brings me great joy. Again, my journey to peace and contentment is a daily, constant battle, guys, (laughs) that I must be willing to fight. And if you're wrestling with the same issue, Please know that you're not alone. Let God take the wheel so he can reduce the time it takes for you to slay every obstacle that comes your way. I finally found what I'm looking for. So now the whole world can see that this girl is on fire. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the Prayer and Gratitude Journal for Men and Women of Faith that is available for sale on Amazon and starring you crew our new fitness t-shirt shop. If you enjoy Hustle and Faith's content, please consider becoming a supporter by donating or purchasing a prayer and gratitude journal for men and women of faith or a t-shirt from Starring You Crew. 
in order to help offset the cost of producing this show. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.